0: Hello, and welcome back to Life, Death, and Cookies. I'm Char Tanner. Oliver, my partner, my husband, he's uh, still gone out of town. So it's just me flying solo, doing the podcast today. And today I'm going to talk a little bit about homeschooling in general, and how my homeschooling journey has progressed. Also, how homeschooling plays into life, since, you know, our podcast is called Life, Death, and Cookies. First, I wanted to start out with the fact that what people did during COVID was not homeschooling. Please don't judge homeschooling by the schooling your child did during COVID. I have high respect for all you brave parents out there who had to deal with the public school system during COVID and great respect for the teachers that were thrown into this new style of teaching and homeschoolers recognize how difficult that situation was and that it was not fun but it was nothing like what we do. What we do is a lot less stress and a lot more fun. Homeschooling can be difficult but overall it's enjoyable and most of us would say less stressful than sending our kids into public school. We will talk about some of the differences between what you did during COVID and homeschooling throughout this episode. Um, Not specifically, I'm going to say this is a difference or anything. But we will talk about it. Um, But if there are any listeners out there who have more questions about homeschooling, you can Facebook message me or email me at any time at lifedeathandcookies at gmail.com. There is so much into homeschooling, and I'm just going to scratch the surface today. With that aside, um, we're going to talk a little bit about my homeschool journey. I talked a little bit about this very briefly in our first episode Um, called Meet Your Hosts. And my decision to homeschool was a five-year journey. I went from the point when, I think my daughter was in kindergarten, uh, my oldest, and I went from hearing the type of things that get slipped in curriculum um, and saying to myself, I should homeschool, but I would never do that. Um, Basically, I was selfish and wanted my me time while the kids were in school. I would hide under the guise of, oh, I would never have the patience to do that, but really what it came down to was, it was about me. Well, and in my mind, homeschooling was weird. Um, Back when I was a kid, just like nobody, I didn't know anyone that homeschooled. I thought it was for like obsessively weird Christians. (laughs) But boy, did I have to repent of that mindset. I don't know why I thought that. And that is so strange because now I have so much respect for those homeschoolers that were homeschooling when I was a kid. And even earlier than that, Um, I've come across a few of them since I started homeschooling. And I always thank them for paving, paving the way for us homeschoolers. The homeschoolers back then, um, they homeschooled before it was cool. And they had to come up with their own resources. There was very little as far as curriculum back then. They could get a hold of real curriculum or, you know, there was some coming out but now you have thousands of options as far as curriculum sometimes you feel like there's too much out there to choose from but it's really exciting but back then like i said there was very few to choose from just a lot of work for for those parents i have huge respect and all of these kids that i that i know that homeschool back in the day are so successful contributing members to society Really amazing families. Thumbs up. High five everything. I have great respect for you. So anyways, back to my journey. I kept learning about the crazy things going on in public schools throughout our country, but we really felt like our kids needed experiences outside the home and that our kids shouldn't be sheltered from the world, right? We wanted them to be able to function in society. Well, That was mostly Oliver that felt that way. Still, for me, my hesitation was it was about me and the time that I didn't wanna do all that work, right? I also had somewhere in there an online friend who was pretty vocal about the benefits of homeschooling and I would listen and I would keep it on my radar. Uh, And my heart slowly started getting softened towards homeschooling, a mixture of all these things. I had always been involved with my kids' school, and I started to get even more involved, borrowing curriculum at the beginning of the year to make sure there wasn't anything I didn't want my children participating in or that I would need to de-educate them from. Sometime in there, my sister had gotten involved in her local school board and combating Common Core, and when I was learning about Common Core my heart was starting to get softened even more. And Common Core, pros or cons, whatever, really when it comes down to it for me, Common Core wasn't necessarily the problem. It's, in my opinion, it's just public school in general. Really, I believe that um, if schools are to be really beneficial, I think that they should be at the local level, I I think even at the state level is a little bit um too high, like the one room schoolhouse type thing where the teachers really know the kids and the parents are involved in the kids' education. Anyway, I'm getting off my track here, but it's so important. So, but the point is, is that yes, I at that time I got into the problems with Common Core and really disliked Common Core. But later as I moved on, I was like, "Eh, yeah, Common Core, but really any type of um, federally instituted curriculum, I'm not going to like because it's not taking into effect the individual it's kind of like what I was talking about last week with um healthcare. Healthcare becomes a lot of times so cookie cutter. Education is the same way. And we are not all the same cookie. Our children are not all the same cookie. My four kids have t- vastly different curriculums from each other. None of them do, I mean, there's some things that do overlap, especially those times when we get to do a class together. I actually really enjoy that. I love reading to my kids. Anyway, I'm getting off tra- track again. Like I said, the government wants to make us all the same. And we aren't all the same. Our health is not the same. Our minds are not the same. We should not all be educated the same. And I think back when they had those one-room schoolhouses, there was much more freedom to be able to cater. Let the child that is excelling help those that are struggling. And and I know they do that some in, in education now. But um, just a lot more freedom to do those things that really benefit the children, and I think that we've lost that as we try to federalize education. So my heart started getting softened more towards homeschooling. Um, but it wasn't our, until our son was in first or second grade, I don't remember exactly when, and he would come home with homework, and it was taking us, me sitting by him, taking us a lot of times three hours each night and fighting while we were doing to get the homework done cuz to me it was really important for my kids to do their homework. I, I don't know why at that time. Well, grades were important. I wanted I I felt like at that time that um you know, the my kids grades were a reflection of me and not getting their homework done would be a reflection of me and not parenting, right? So so we would sit and we would fight for 3 hours. 3 hours In first or second grade of homework, right? Um, And at this point, I must have been following some homeschool Facebook groups because I knew that most homeschoolers' parents did active homeschool with their kids for three hours a day or less. I was doing three hours a day of homework anyway, and it was the worst part of the day um, when we were trying to do dinner and everyone is tired. If I could do those three hours during the beginning of the day when everyone's rested and, um, you know, we can take a little bit more time and uh, not worry about, oh, it's time for dinner. Oh, dad's getting home. I was like, this is this was a huge turning point for me. I think that this was the time that I was just like, oh, my gosh, I need to homeschool now. (laughs) But. And I don't know if I was complete, I wasn't ready yet because then I needed to do all my research. How was I going to do this? What, how do we succeed at this? What are the laws? But, you know, all of it. And I will link an article um, in the description about how public school only gets about one and a half hours a day of actual school work done um, each day. Even though they're in school seven to eight hours a day, that they only get um, about one and a half hours of school work done each day. And having substituted in the public schools, I will verify that, that this article is right. And if you read through the article, um, you'll, you'll see oh, yeah, parties, transition, you know, all recess, lunch, all that time. Anyway, read it. I love that article, and I love to share it with people. So I started researching a lot, um, following all the homeschool groups I could on, like, Facebook. Um, I had, at this point, I also had a local friend that was homeschooling, and I asked her a ton of questions. But then there was Oliver. He was not on board with homeschooling. He was homeschooled for one year in middle school, and maybe it was only a semester. I don't know, but he hated it. And he could not get past that. He, how horrible he was. And there's uh, his other negatives that he's talked about um, before. And he still feels like a lot of those cons to homeschooling are still viable reasons, but that the benefits of homeschooling outweigh those cons. So, how it changed, he went from hating it and all these reasons one night he came to bed and he said well I guess we're going to have to start homeschooling soon the governor just passed a law that I can't remember what it was at the time that this thing was had to be taught it would be a law to teach this thing in schools and so he's like we're gonna have to start some homeschooling sometime and so There all the rest was history from there. We started homeschooling that next year through a charter school. Then we ventured out on our home own with homeschooling when we moved to Wyoming. Our reasons to homeschool have grown, but the biggest thing that has kept us homeschooling is being able to customize our children's education. Our oldest daughter, she gained experience by helping run our food truck. Um, and that was a major part of her schooling. She took the GED and graduated at sixteen. Although the GED wasn't required either in Wyoming, or, there may be states that do, I'm not familiar, but it's it's not required in most states to have the GED. It was just something that we, in a discussion, we had decided she was going to get the GED. Um, our oldest son, Oh my, we really struggled with his schooling, whether he was in public school or at home. And I kept trying to find those things that would work. And then finally, at age 14, we got testing through the hospital and we found out that he had quite a few learning disabilities. We had 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 him checked a few times trying to find out what was quote unquote wrong with him, throughout the public school system, and they never found anything. And I think they didn't worry too much about it because he wasn't a troublemaker in class. He was a good kid. So he just kind of got left behind in a lot of ways. But we knew deep down that something was off, but they never found anything. And no one ever suggested to us that we could go to the doctors (laughs) to find out that there was... Uh, something wrong. Luckily somewhere finally I learned that it was a thing to be able to take him to the doctor and get him tested. Anyway since we found out his diagnosis schooling became so much better with him. We decided to focus on his strengths and work a little bit on his weaknesses as well but now he's set to graduate with two welding certificates from the local community college There was time that I thought he would be in school forever or just never graduate. And now he's gonna have these two welding certificates from the local community college. And I am so proud of him and so happy that we finally figured it out. He loves it and he is thriving. Our next daughter who's 13, um, as we've talked about, is working on creating a cookie cookbook and developing her own recipes. She's proficient in baking from having my having Oliver teach her all he knows about baking, and her favorite bread to bake and eat is focaccia. Our youngest, who is eleven years old, he is the closest. We kind of, when they're younger years, we keep them kind of closer to traditional type school, but we are expanding out and from that and. Um, He's been learning video production and editing through this podcast and our other ventures that we are working on. So we have, it's really exciting to be able to provide these more catered and using their strengths and their interests. Um, I used to have a name for what I would call our type of homeschooling, um, and I don't remember it because as you all know, well, some of you may know that I have a brain that just doesn't work all the time. I don't remember what I keyed our type of homeschooling. Believe it or not, other than the customized education, I haven't been able to homeschool in the way that I've wanted to. We have not had the right resources to do everything I've wanted. I've wanted to be more involved. Um, There's times that throughout our homeschool journey that I've had to work full-time and Oliver has been um, the overseer even my oldest daughter has been the overseer and they have become a lot more independent in their education which isn't a bad thing at all but it's hard when you have children that do have a hard time with focus. I've also wanted to be involved a lot more in homeschool groups. We are involved in one now, um, which is great, but you know, like a lot of my my homeschool friends, they have their kids in so many different things and activities and we just haven't had the resources or the time to do that because we're so involved in other things. So I'm grateful to have had the opportunity to find this homeschool group group that I have right now. We actually um, been a part of this group since COVID. I lost my job when COVID happened. And so, so many of the groups disbanded or were put on hold, homeschool groups, Um, because of COVID or during COVID, but this one group, they started because all the other groups were fizzling out or going on pause during COVID. Um, So I found them and we've stuck with them and I'm really grateful for the opportunity to be a part of this group. Um, But despite not having all of my homeschool dreams come true, I'm quite happy how things are going with my children's education. And really. Um, I'm going to talk about later is, you know, even though it hasn't been how I wanted it to be, how I pictured my dream homeschool to be, it really has been really beneficial as we do things together as a family to try and further things for our family. Um, So I am grateful for that. So remember how I had said that one of my reasons to not want to homeschool was that I didn't think I could have patience. Well, ho- homeschooling certainly did try my patience. In the beginning, I did a lot of yelling, but now in our 10th year of homeschooling, I'm happy to report. I don't think I really ever yell. I do get a little bit raised voices when I get, really want things to be getting done, but, um, but I don't ever yell anymore and i really feel like the homeschooling has been a blessing for me to work on this huge weakness of lack of patience. So and, and i often tell people in forums i'm like, you know, cuz we talk about how it's really a big thing patience. You do need to have patience, but we have our children, we love them and this is a great way to be able to develop to make those weaknesses into strengths. And I'm so grateful for that. I'm gonna transition a little bit into homeschooling philosophies. Um, There are so many homeschooling philosophies and mine has changed throughout the years. And I'll point out that really homeschooling philosophies really don't mean anything necessarily, but they can be helpful in finding curriculum. There's a fun quiz that I will link. It's a that's called what kind of homeschooler are you? And even if you're not interested in homeschooling, it's kind of a fun quiz to kind of feel like how you think um you would want your kids to learn. Um so it's a little quiz, you know, Answer the questions and I've taken this quiz several times throughout my homeschooling journey and I refer it to others to take it. It's fun and then you can kind of have a starting point at what kind of type of curriculum to look into. Um, Because like I said before, there are thousands of curriculums out there. And so this can kind of help you, oh, if I lean towards traditional or, or if I lean towards unschooling or Charlotte Mason, then I can kind of go from there on how I want to base my homeschool. And we have always been eclectic, which is a mixture of things or just doing our own thing. So there are definitely philosophies that I gravitate towards, but we really just do. Like in the beginning, I think in the beginning, I didn't even know there were philosophies. When I would hear people talk about philosophies, I didn't even know what they were. At the beginning, I definitely leaned more towards traditional type schooling or school at home. Then I have grown into a mixture of Thomas Jefferson education and Charlotte Mason with unit studies close behind. Uh, I do really like the philosophies of Thomas Jefferson Education and Charlotte Mason. Like I said, the philosophies don't really mean much except for what you want to take from it. There are some homeschoolers out there that are like, I am this type of homeschooler. We do it to the book and that's not me. You know, we just do what we can with what we have and we. I love that the... Thomas Jefferson Education uses um, classics, and I use those lists from both the Thomas Jefferson Education and different Charlotte Mason curriculums. I look at what books they suggest because they're both really focused on classics and other good books. And I really like the fact that Charlotte Mason in- incorporates the moral teaching and focuses on short lessons. And I'm not going to go and explain the di- different philosophies today. But the quiz I will link and it will lead you to more in-depth studies of the different philosophies if you're interested. For me, it's interesting because I love homeschooling but and it's fun to see the different things that other people are doing. A big thing to remember is that homeschooling does not have to look like what school looks like. And really a lot of people when I tell them about how we're what we do for our homeschooling is they really like that aspect and that's the thing like I've said I like that aspect that we cater to each our individual children and and it doesn't have to look like what the public school that you went to looked like if your child does not learn everything they quote unquote should be learning it's okay how do you learn something? Now, as an adult, when you need to know it, when something interests you and you want to go learn it, you look it up, you figure it out, you take a class, you check out books from the library, you look it up online, right? Basically, what we are doing here in homeschooling is we take those things that they're interested in or, you know, we still really feel like uh, we're not unschoolers where they, we, unschoolers allow their kids to learn just the things that they're interested in but um we do take that into effect and we also take those things that we feel are important and we emphasize those when your kids are in public school you don't get that option to say this is what's important to me i want my kid to learn how to do taxes i've gone through taxes with my kids you know or to balance a, a bank account right they a lot of times don't learn those things so you have the freedom to do that type of thing and that's how we learn right we learn by looking things we figure it out and our kids can do that too if your child misses something that they should have learned or supposedly should have learned then it's okay they can learn it when they need it i have this really fun story my friend who I talked about before one of my first friends that I knew actually she probably was my first friend I knew that homeschooled her kids and she uns- unschools her kids and just as a side note unschooling in simplified terms is the belief that learning takes place when someone is interested in something it is child-led learning and usually only um, formal learning will be in what the child wants to learn Um, It's really child-directed. And I'm not going to argue the pros and cons of philosophies today. I'm just letting you know if you don't know what unschooling is, kind of the background to this story. So my friend unschools. And her story. Her daughter has hated anything having to do with grammar. So they haven't focused on grammar because it's child-led. And one day recently her daughter, who is into fan fiction, enters... Her mom's room and she said so as much as I hate it I need to learn all that grammar crap you tried teaching me years ago I need to know it so I can write better stories and so I mean that's not quotes that's basically what she's saying she and she kept saying you know I really hate it I don't want to do this but I need to do it and so her mom taught her daughter what she wanted to know no fights and she was wanting to learn it because it the interest was there. She didn't learn that stuff when society told her she needed to learn it, but when she felt it was of value to her, and then she was actually able to learn it. And that's the whole philosophy of unschools. But I, I really, even though we aren't unschoolers, I really do believe that you know so many people. Are, Even some newer homeschoolers are like, oh, I'm worried that they're not learning what they need to learn. And I'm like, well, what do they need to learn, right? What, yes, I think for me anyway, when they're in the younger grades, you're going to want to focus on those basic skills of reading, writing, math. Those are so important. But once they get especially into older grades and they're like, I want to be this when I grow up then make that happen, right? Or our kids have had different interests and we try to find a way to use them practically, right? Because sometimes if you're interested in underwater ballerina dancing or whatever, some people do can make that work, but sometimes you need to get down to the very root of what is interesting to you and be able to make that into, okay, yes, you can make a living doing this. Uh, anyway, we're that's more in depth than I was planning on going. But that was a great story. Uh, I loved that example that my friend shared about her daughter. Yeah, that's when we need to know something, we're going to go and learn it, right? Just like you and I do. Our kids can do that as well. So how does all this homeschooling stuff play into life, right? Uh, you know how I said that I didn't want to homeschool because I wanted my me time, quote-unquote me time. Um, I am honest about that, but I can't believe that I was like that, especially since I have received my genetic testing. It, it, I didn't get my genetic testing until after we were homeschooling, but I, but it's been especially since then, and I started thinking about life and how short it is and wanting to put in my best for life. Um, I could not imagine sending my kids away to public school anymore. I love that my family endeavors that we have been doing have been a part of school. Our food truck, um, our YouTube channel, this podcast, everything we are able to incorporate and we work together. And it's time we get to spend together. It's time we're learning together. You know, like I said, my youngest son's doing editing. We are learning it together. We both have no idea what we're doing. And it shows in in our editing, but we're learning together and trying to do it. And it's, it's great for us all to be able to work together. I used to wait for the day when all my kids would go off to public school and I would have the day to myself. Now I love having them home. I love working together. I still look forward to my breaks, and since they're older now, it's pretty easy for me to get those breaks. There are times that I like. I feel like, oh my gosh, we've all been out doing so many things away from each other. We need to come back and be a part of a family, our family again. Um, but life is so short, and kids will be gone before you know it. My oldest is leaving home in less than a month, so, um, and I'm not looking forward to that. So this is how homeschooling plays into life for me. It's about family. It's about spending that time together. It's about, yeah, relationships. It's about learning together. It's about putting the best in the life. I don't know everything, but we get to do it together. Now, uh, just one more thing before we're getting towards the end here. I would encourage you all, you know, I talked about why I started saying, oh, I should homeschool. When I started hearing about the different things that are going on in in schools and in curriculums throughout the country, maybe some people don't believe that these abhorrent things are or will be taught in your kid's school. I think it's pretty much are at this point. Maybe back uh, when we started 10 years ago, it was maybe will be. But I I don't think that's even true. I think it was our being taught. These things were have been there. You you think that you're going to be safe from it because you live in a certain state or in a certain county or even a certain school district. But I would tell you, think again. I would suggest you a uh, request to see curriculums being used in your kids' classes, all of them, even in elementary school down to kindergarten. Um, and really the hardest part is you don't know what the teacher may be teaching that might be outside of the curriculum. But even the curriculums itself, you want to you wanna know what your kids are being taught. If you feel like you can't homeschool, which I know a lot of people feel that way, Please, please be involved in your children's education. Be a part of the, the PTA. Get into the classroom when you can. Know what is being taught to your kids. These are your children. And you should not leave their education up to chance and to other people. Yes, we can um, invite other people to be a part of our children's education. But you need to, you are the one responsible for your children and if you if you get to the point where you're like what is happening to my child yes children have their own free will and can make their own decisions but um there is so much influence um outside of our homes and we should Not just be like, oh, this is how it is and I can't do anything about it. You need to be involved in your children's education and do some, be involved, do research and do what you can. They're your children. So my challenge for this week is uh, I have two questions. What questions do you have about homeschooling that you want answered? And my other thing is, is I'm just curious, have you ever considered homeschooling? if so why and if not if you've never considered homeschooling why not um so you can go to our facebook page where this episode will be posted you can um talk about um answer those questions in the link or you can um you know if you just wanted to answer us privately through a message or an email we'll take that too and it's a uh, interesting things that i want to know so now we're going to go into our cookies and this cookie is exciting this week um this is one that lindy came up with for her cookie cookbook um it's peanut butter chocolate mint cookies this isn't one that will be able to give you the recipe because we'll want you to be able to have it when the cookbook comes out let's try this these cookies are so good. So the first time I heard of peanut butter, chocolate, and mint, well, I knew that peanut butter and chocolate goes together, and I knew mint and chocolate goes together, but peanut butter, chocolate, and mint together, I thought, uh, that seems kind of weird, but these cookies are amazing. You, yes. It is so good. This is a second iteration of it. She's tried different things on how to get the chocolate and the mint. Um, The base is a peanut butter cookie. Anyway, it's really good. I'm really excited for you all to be able to make it when the cookbook comes out. Um, Our local friends have been able to try them because Lindy did every once in a while, sells these. So yay, it's really good. I'm going to sign off today. Um, and I went and practiced our Latin for our motto, and hopefully I do better this week. So it's Momento Mori, Esque Ergo Vivere. Remember, you will die. Until then, live.